What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. It's Monday, okay, which means it's the start of the week for most of you guys, but if you like me, your week started yesterday. But what's up, y'all? How is everybody doing on this lovely Monday? It's getting a little cloudy outside, but it's still lovely because you woke up and you are listening to this episode, okay? And that is a blessing in itself because you are about to get a word that not many are about to receive. Um... But before I get into today's episode, I want us to start off with a scripture. And the scripture is Micah 7 verse 8. And it reads, Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. I'm going to read that again. Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. So this whole episode is going to be about getting better. Okay? It's going to be about getting better versus getting bitter. How many of us um, have played a role of being the glue in their family? You know, keeping everybody together, always being that strong person, always being the one that everybody can count on, always being that friend that, you know, always give the advice and, you know, everybody can run to in time of need. Like, you just always have to be strong. Who knows how that feels? Being strong can be so exhausting when you're doing it by yourself. We, you know sometimes exhaust ourselves when we're just burnt out basically when we're spreading ourselves thin and God gives us more than enough of him to cover what we need God says listen don't tire yourself out take what I have and use it so that you will have more than enough so that you you know you won't be burnt out you won't spread yourself so thin you'll still have energy at the end because you have this greatness inside of you I chose this scripture because sometimes in the fight, you get tired, especially if the battle has been going on for days. You're just over it. At this point, it's just like, dude, why are we even enemies? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're just you're just over it. Your enemy may be your disease. Your enemy may be your finances. Your enemy, your, sorry, your enemy <laughs> may be the internet. Whatever it is, we all have... Uh, a enemy you know don't be that person like i ain't got no enemy we all got haters we all got people who plot on our downfalls we all got something that is trying to degrade us something that comes to still kill and destroy the enemy is the thief and we all know something or someone that acts as a thief in our life just because you save doesn't mean that you don't have temptations. Just because you, you're saved doesn't mean that you won't face any hardship. The devil is going to tempt you. Sometimes God will test you. But just because you're saved doesn't mean that you're just going to get a clean slate. It means that, yes, you have a new identity in Christ. But... With that new identity means you now have the new armor, meaning you have an arm, the armor to battle a war that not many understand, 
nor many people even see because they don't live in the spirit. They, they, they are not one with their spirit, so they don't have the resources that, you know, others would have. You got to look at it like this. When you are saved and you choose Jesus as your Savior, Lord, you are now, you know, you have to see that's an opportunity. This is an opportunity to serve something bigger than yourself. God has called me to serve in this army, in his army. Let me let me clarify that. God has called me to serve in his army with this armor to do this great thing so that we can all be on top, so that we can all live in righteousness. That's a big deal. But what I want to what I'm trying to say is that just because you, you know, Allow God to enter into your life does not mean that you are going to be perfect and it does not mean that you are not going to face any struggle. It means the exact opposite. It means that you are going to get tested more. It means that you are going to get pushed more. You're going to get prosecuted. You're going to get, you know, different things thrown at you. But this is a test. Okay? <laughs> this is a reason, you know, there's a reason why Paul talks about trials and tribulations, okay? We are always on trial. Whether we know this or not, we are always, you know, on trial. But, you know, all trials come to a close. All trials come to a close. But throughout life, you're going to be experiencing different trials. And you're going to be also, you know, experiencing different testimonies. But through each experience, you are gaining something that is going to unlock something for someone else. And you have to see it like that as the big picture. This is not just for you. This word is not just for you. I want you to take what I am saying and share it with those who you see today. Send this to a friend. Take something that I say and send it to a friend as a word of encouragement. Don't just let this sit with you. Don't be selfish. Send this out. Be a messenger of the word. Be a messenger of the gospel because at the end of the day, that is what we are to do, to be advocates for Christ And the best way I can do that is by seeking him first so that he can show me how to maneuver through this fight. Because honestly, if if we're being real, every day I'd be ready to throw in a towel. Every day I'd be over it. But it's God that keeps me going. It's it's God that keeps me, you know, that, that keeps me pushing because he had to change my perspective. How many of us receive something that, you know, we had high expectations for, but then when we got it, we were disappointed. What did you do when you were disappointed? How did you react? Did you throw that thing away? Did you turn, you know, did you turn away from it? Like, what did you do? And look at that with your life. When you asked God for this thing with all high expectations, then when you finally got it and realized that this isn't what you expected and now you're disappointed... What are you doing? How are you reacting? Are you just being bitter? Or are you still trying to be better in this bitter environment? Mm. How many of us know how to be better in a bitter environment? How many of us know how not to be swayed by those around us? Oh, this this is not saying that I have mastered it, but I am learning this now. Okay, classes in session. God is teaching me as I am going. There's going to be people around you that do not agree with what you say, that do not agree with your appearance or how you live. They're, you know, they just, their opinions, you know, and, and we all are entitled 
to our opinions. However, you cannot let what they say affect you. You cannot let what they do affect you. You still have to maintain who you are outside of who everybody else is. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. Especially at work. Whew, how many of us work with people that we just can't stand? But we still got to maintain our cool. Some days you be ready to slap them down. Yes, I said it. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, God. <laughs> but you still have to maintain your cool because this is not what God wants you to do. This is not how a servant of God will act. You need to keep it together because we are to have self-control. And that's how, you know, when I'm at work and I and I get into those, you know, situations and I just be ready to, like, <laughs> just, you know, go off of somebody, God be reeling me back in like this. You can't do this, okay? We are to show people how, you know, people of God are to act when we are faced with certain emotions. God says to not be quick in anger. So I'm like, all right, God, all right, all right, let me chill, let me cool off. You know, I do my little my little 30-second walk, and I cool off. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad I di- that I didn't react in that way because that is what they wanted. They wanted to get a reaction out of me. You can't give everybody that satisfaction, Okay, you can't give everybody that satisfaction. I love me way too much to give them that satisfaction of of, of beating me down. And that's how I'm starting to see things. Like, God really pulled me together this weekend because, listen, I needed it. But he really pulled me together and gave me this new perspective that, listen, you don't got to do what you don't want to do. Not saying that you can go out here, you know, living your life just, you know, any kind of way. No, there are commands that God has set for us to live by. But what I am saying is that don't let circumstances interfere with your authenticity. Mm, that's that's the message for another day. Today, what I want to talk about going back to the scripture is basically that there's going to be times that you want to give up and there's going to be times where you don't want to, you know, open the door. You don't want to let anyone in. You don't want to, you know, be, you know, living anymore. But God is still your light. No matter how many dark moments you encounter, God is still the light at the end of the tunnel. God is still the light. The scripture said, let me... Let me go back and get the scripture. The scripture said, do not gloat over me, my enemy. Like, listen, dude, don't, don't be, don't be laughing at me. Though I may have fallen, I'm going to get up again. Though I sit in darkness, though I have my struggles, the Lord will be my light. Like, basically, basically, you, this is, you got to see yourself in the story. Like, listen, hater, <laughs> don't, don't be laughing at me. Don't don't think you have victory over me because I may have failed, but I'm going to get up again. Every time I fall, I get up 10 times stronger. So you can have this little hee-hee right now, but just know I'm going to have my ha-ha in the end. Yes, y'all heard that right because God is my light. God will be my light, meaning God is my way out. I may sit in darkness, but God is my way out. I won't be there forever. This fight won't last forever. This is just a battle. This battle is going to end. I don't know when, but I know it's going to end because God is my exit strategy. God is going to give me my step up. Your step out is a step up, but you can't see it right now because you're going through something. 
Right now, you're being bitter. You're not getting better. You're just getting bitter because you don't like where you're at. But you got to learn how to change your perspective so that you can get something out of the sticky situation. See, right now, you're seeing it as a problem. Oh, I hate this. I can't stand this. But what can you gain from this? Stop looking at it from an angry point of view. Take time, be still, and let peace wash over you. And look at it again. What can you gain from this situation? Are you learning boundaries? Are you learning, you know, your limits? Are you learning what you like? Are you learning something about yourself? Are you learning um, what it is that you want to do in your career? What are you learning in this moment? We are always to be students. But if you find yourself just being bitter every single day, it's time for you to to switch things up, okay? This is your wake-up call now. Yes, I'm talking to you. You go in there with your head hanging low, always sad. This is your wake-up call. Get it together, okay? Get it together. Wrap your head around the word. It's time for you to sit down at the Lord's feet. It's time for you to be like Mary, okay, and stop trying to be a busybody like Martha because right now you're not getting anywhere. It's time for you to sit down with Jesus and be still and just listen to what he has to tell you. I know you tired of being strong, but sometimes when, you know, we've been strong for so long, we lose faith along the way. And sometimes when that happens, you know, doubt starts to creep in and we don't even notice, but other people notice that we're being bitter. We're just always bitter, always being negative, always just over it. But you got to learn how to be better in this situation too, right? You got to look at it as the fire. God said that the fire refines us. So every day you go in there, look at it as God refining you. Yeah, I may not like what I'm going through, but I know that it's refining me. Yeah, I may not like, you know, how this position is putting me in, but God is refining me. God will never put you in something that you can't handle. You are being refined in this moment. So take this time, reflect, and, you know, do an audit of yourself. How are you feeling? How have your emotions been? Have you been having mood swings? Have you been all over the place? Have you been being stubborn? Because a lot of the times when we are stuck in emotions, we are stubborn. We just hit a rut because we can't see any other way around it. And sometimes when we're experiencing the same thing over and over and over again, it's our own stubborn faults because God is trying to show us something that we don't want to see because we think we got it, because we think we know what's best for us, because we think that there is possibly no good in what we are currently in, but there is good wherever God is. So if God puts you there, oh, it's something good that's going to come out of it. Because what does the scripture say? Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. What? That was again, Romans eight twenty eight, y'all. And it says, and we know that in all things, not in some things, but in all things, God works for the, what? The good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose so y'all know what it is this wraps up today's episode it was good talking with you guys you guys have a blessed rest of your day and i will talk to you guys in the next episode